Hey guys, welcome back, by the way, to the second episode of All In Entrepreneurs. Got a lot of good feedback uh, about the first episode, right? Yeah. From it was, our uh, fellow peers and, and other folks reaching out, just letting us know that it was just, it was uh, mind blowing, uh, mind blowing. And uh, it was one, a little longer than it should, but lot, it, was, yeah, it. It, was, it was pretty long. Uh, we're going to try to keep them short and sweet moving forward, right? Yeah. And uh, in this episode or this podcast, we're going to be talking about how you can develop the mindset for success and uh you know because it all starts with mindset right it always does and i know for me that that was the first thing that i that i needed to address and fix before even thinking about achieving anything i feel like that's the hardest thing so right and and you know we actually to not to go off the handle too much here but we're going to try to be as fluid as possible not try to like really stick to a specific right uh structure right like you said last time yeah and just to go back into what you just said i do feel like mindset is the most difficult thing if you look around you went to westview high school right yeah, westview, westview high school yep. uh how many graduates graduated with you a few hundred for sure uh i think it was like 800 800 yeah. okay yeah so out of those 800 aside from yourself if you think about it if you really you know there's strength in numbers and numbers don't lie if you think about it you're one out of how many or how many can you count that have a similar mindset that you have? Can you count that with one hand out of that graduating class? It's less than less than I mean, if, I, I, I can I know it's like three or four out of 800. So if you do the math, right, and I'm not yeah, a mathematician here, but it's a fraction. It is a very, very small fraction. And that is why I feel like that is the most difficult part to achieve is the mindset. Yeah, you're going against all odds. Um, you have to recreate new beliefs that sometimes the people around you don't even believe themselves. So it's like, um, and not to get like in conspiracies, but it's like the flat earth, right? Like like everybody think, and whether it is or isn't, to me, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the whole point of that, like people, those that do believe like in a flat earth, like they're going against, they're, they're contrarians, right? So they're going against, you know, the beliefs that the masses have. And if you put that into what we're speaking about, mindset, it comes down to, um, you know, going against what others believe in. And sometimes developing that winning mindset, developing the new beliefs for success is something that, like, sometimes family doesn't believe in or those around you or even your closest friends. But they think it's too Go good. ahead. So it, it's, it, I, by the way, it's, it's not hard to, to actually develop a new mindset, even though if you had an old, so we all have a certain mindset when we first start. I mean, as we were born and then we, we get programmed a certain way from family, from the, from the, uh, the most immediate circle and everybody has a mindset, but we're specifically talking about a mindset that leads to success. And it is hard what Carlos is saying. Like it's, it's hard because there's everybody that follows the masses and everybody is programmed in a certain way. And we, we perform best at things that we, we, we do uh, all the time. So repetition, repetition, repetition. But to develop something like this, it's hard because it's something different. So, and very, if you think about good. it, if you do it, it's actually very easy. So it's hard to someone who doesn't practice it. But it's very easy once you practice the right steps. And in this podcast, I believe we're going to cover most the most important steps into developing that new mindset. Yeah. So let's talk about um, early in the journey, right? And then for, I have some examples that I that I want to give, and then some that you guys can also uh, speak on. So early in the journey, um, you may 
neglect certain things that you are doing, right? And what I mean by that is you have to, like for me, it was identifying like, okay, what am I doing that successful people aren't doing, right? Like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, first of all, I wasn't putting value on my time. Um, I had very negative beliefs. I was a victim. Uh, and you played the part of a victim. I played the part of a victim. And, you know, I felt, you know, I felt like I wasn't good enough. Felt like I didn't have enough time. So, like, I think the first step for, you know, to change your mindset, like to actually begin to restructure and reprogram your beliefs and, and your mindset is to identify, like, okay, what am I doing and what am I doing wrong? And um, th those were some, some of mine. Um, I played the part of a victim. And I just didn't put a value on time or anything. Um, and then, I, I mean, through reading books and just watching other highly success, successful people, and you other start picking up. And other podcasts. Right? And podcasts, um, oh. you start identifying, like, okay, what are these guys doing that I'm not, and how can I duplicate that in my own life, mm -hmm. right? So uh, early in the journey, I think it's important, like, to really have that, that talk with yourself and to really just call, your, call yourself out on your bullshit, quite frankly, and... Cool. So you can you can be aware of those because some people just put those on the back end and don't they don't fix that. Quick uh, quick question for both of you by the way. Um, speaking of mindset, I don't know you know I don't know if you could relate and I'm and I'm thinking that you can, but most uh, most entrepreneurs right most entrepreneurs I would say from a very early young age, whether all BS aside, right? Whether yeah. there was, yeah, yeah, there's doubt, you know, there's there's doubt, there's fear. Am I worthy enough? Can I really do this? Blah, blah, blah. But let's admit it. Did you guys always have an internal flame or an internal feeling that something great, like you were gonna you were gonna search for something great or or reach or try to build something great, right? I absolutely can relate. Sorry. Tenshi, no, no, right? go ahead. And, no, and, let's, uh, and let's let's talk about that because oh, man. I feel like there's a lot of folks out there who don't know how to identify with that feeling. Yeah, okay. So go ahead, actually. Yeah. Um I think I think whether I think all of us, every single human being has that that anticipation of of seeking something greater, right? Whether it's not always money, it could be more time with your family, or you know, contributing to a cause that you really support, or just you know, playing playing a hobby that, or doing a hobby that you really enjoy. Like just having enough. Like you, you anticipate. What I'm trying to say is that you anticipate wanting to do more of something, right? Mm -hmm. And that more of something can be in many different things. Um, and I think we all have that desire. Um, and I, I I think that. I think that the the issue with people not pursuing that is those self-limiting beliefs, right? Um, I think we all want something greater. We all want more of something, but I think we're just our own worst enemy. So I know we are. I'm gonna put some things in perspective. I love that, by the yeah. way. Um, so if you think about it, you know, uh, to a certain extent, there's things that you do that no one does it better than you. You do it best. So if you scale back to, because if you look at successful people and you watch their habits, you know what they're doing. But let's scale it down to what you do best, right? So if, if you're writing uh, you're writing some notes on a piece of paper, you have a certain way of holding the pen, you have a certain way of positioning your your, your notebook and you're writing your, your, your notes, right? And that could happen in anything in life, just the way you get up from bed. No one does it better than you, right? So if you think always that I know how to do it best, then 
it's you're stopping yourself from limitation. Now you you attach the same ideas into something greater, like having the mindset, having a, a successful business in the future. You picture yourself, you envision yourself, and how you get there, right? Why? Because you do it best. No one's gonna argue that with you if you're doing something. <laughs> if you're doing something, and if you have a certain job that you do, and whether you work for someone or you work for yourself or anything, uh, it could be even taking the trash out. You have a, you have a certain way of taking the trash out, and yeah. you do it in a very efficient way. Right? So you should attach that same success that you do it into anything else that you do. Therefore, you yeah. develop that habit of doing it's – it's how you do anything is how you do everything. It's very simple. It's as simple as that. And it starts with the smallest things. Um, sorry, so, I, I so, have to so with, with that. Yeah, with that said, um, you know, because none of us are perfect here. Um, no. Yeah, cats, cats no. out the bag. Yeah. <laughs> We're not perfect. No, um, I heard this saying uh, one of our – one of our acquisition guys, uh, letting it's he says, you know, you said the cats out the bag, the farts are out the blanket. Let's let all the farts out the Let's blanket. <laughs> that was Randy. Let the farts yeah. out it's the crazy. Blanket. And he told that to a seller. Uh, <laughs> he was trying was to buy a house. Did he get the deal? I think he did get the deal. Oh, yeah, he did. This one yeah, so what? Okay, back on track. So, was better, huh? this is so we're not perfect. <laughs> we're, we're not perfect at all by any means. Um, and you know, even though things are, they'll never be perfect. We're we're trying to achieve that elite level, right? I think all of us, everyone, even listening to this podcast, eventually wants to get to that elite level. But when we first started, we had a lot of negative traits, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. What were like? I'll start with you, Carlos. Like, what were some of like your, you know, your your negative traits that were limiting you from developing that that winner's mindset? So. You know, I think that uh, programming, right? So programming, um, and l- let's let's go even earlier than programming, right? What what programming as as growing up, growing up in the kind of um, uh, environments that we grew up in, yeah. uh, you know, growing up in poverty, right? You're you're programmed to literally not even go to college, right? You're programmed yeah. most of the time, you know, where I come from, you're not even programmed to finish high school. Right, yeah. you're programmed to as soon as you can work, go find a job, right? And but, well, where you grew up, I mean, cats out of the bag. Where you grew up, everybody else uh, thing to do in the neighborhood is to do what? Well, I mean, I mean, you didn't do it. I know that, but what was everybody else? In in my neighborhood, you were either uh, working some low paying job, you know, labor, uh, labor for sure, labor, labor right? Yeah. Um, or people were dealing drugs, you know, like <laughs> and that was a normal. Teen, yeah, that was a normal. It's kind of like, hey, so. Which one is it for you? You know, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to go work this hard job, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, so, you know, programming uh, has a lot, a lot to do with it. You know, um, you know, if you if you look at your dad, right, who are you looking? Who are you? First of all, not that wasn't my case, but a lot of folks out there. Yeah. When you're coming up as a as a child and as a as a teenager and as a young adult, you know, who are your heroes? Who are you looking up to and what are they doing? And what are they saying? And quite frankly, I mean, you're here. You de- you'll develop habits based on the people you look up to. Yeah. So like you, whether you want to admit it or not, um, and I'm not just speaking on with you. All of us develop good and bad habits from the people that we look up to, and sometimes a lot of it is our, is our parents and our and our closest family. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the reason I want to bring that out because there's probably someone out there that. Um, is dealing with currently right now, like 
something negative that you were experiencing. Maybe, um, you know, maybe not not seeing. I'll I'll give you. Like, yeah, what are so, um, you know, growing up uh, with a single mom, um, the the one beautiful thing that I learned from her was work ethic, right? Um, her work ethic was just insane. Like, she definitely was my superhero. I, so I that cannot, was one of the good ones. That was like a good one. And then the other beautiful part about her is she always made it happen. You know how a lot of folks, when you're poor, yeah. what do you hear from them when you say, hey, can I have a new pair of shoes? What, what, what do they say? What's the response? We don't have money for that. Yeah. We, don't have, we, we don't have the money, right? Yeah. Hey, can I have a, uh, hey, mom, can we get a new couch for the family? No, we can't afford it, right? So you hear that over and over. The beautiful part about my programming even though my circumstances and my environment were dictating one thing, my mom didn't program those words into my brain. She made it happen. She made it happen. You want a new $120 pair of shoes? I remember she gave me some Charles Barkley's. Yeah. $120 pair of shoes. She was getting like three or $400 a week. You know, like that is a big chunk of, of that percentage. But I'll tell you what, uh, what really did hurt us was, you know, I learned that you got paid based on your time. That's one thing, right? Was, my mom had two jobs. That's a big one. Yeah, my that's mom had one, two yeah. jobs. So I learned that the more you work, the more money you make. It wasn't about working efficiently. It wasn't about working smart. Uh, it was just about, you know, hey, my mom worked at the airport at you night. You didn't know better. Yeah, she worked at the airport at, at night and during in elementary school uh, in the cafeteria during, during the day. She slept literally two to four hours. So you, know? so you seen that. As a kid, you believed that I started working to make at a more really money, early age. You need to work. And I more. started working a lot. When I met Sal, he knows I, at my old nine to five, I was working 60, 70 hours for no reason. So, guys, for someone you, else. For someone else. Yeah. So, guys, if you listen to that, and if you're somebody that, because I, I, I'm with you, I thought the same thing. If I need, if I want to make more money, I need to work more. And that's not true. No, that's not true. Definitely not. I mean, there's a there's a big difference between working hard or working more and then working smart. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's crazy how and there's nothing wrong with it to to set you up for something else, right? Like if if you're if you have certain circumstances, you don't. You, I'm not a person. I'm not against working. Work ethic is great. Yeah. Work yeah. ethic yeah. is great, but you got to choose right. Go ahead. Exactly. Like to set yourself up. Sometimes you may have so. And I'm speaking. I'm, I'm saying this out because. I don't want you to feel bad. If you're someone that has to put the extra hours right now for the greater purpose, there's nothing wrong with that because I personally did that. I Every hour of the day that I was awake, it was an hour of me trying to make money. For sure. That's personally for me. And yeah. for that, because I had a greater purpose, I need to save money for something greater that I didn't know what I needed to do, but I knew there was something greater that I needed to do with that you money. Anticipated. You anticipated. Exactly. So, so I envisioned it. So, Sal, what, uh, what kind of habits... You, do you feel like growing up or, you know, when you first started, like, we're holding you back? Um, well, I, I mean, I, if you've uh, – my name is Sal Shakir, by the way. We, did, we should introduce ourselves when we first started. Yeah, yeah. If this is your first time listening to this yeah. podcast. My name is Alex Sines, 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, – Sal Shakir. Right? Oh, Sal Shakir. I'm, uh, I'm a Catholic from Iraq, so I'm a very this is anomaly or a minority from, uh, from Iraq. Um, the Carlos beast. Reyes, serial entrepreneur. Um, I mean, from dirt poor to, you know, just living an abundant life. Um, thank God. Right. Um, and as you guys can see, you know, this is pretty raw. Uh, it's not scripted. Uh, we're on here just trying to provide value. Um, we'll get better at like the organization part of, of podcasting, yeah. but you know what? Our most, 
important objective is to provide value, not the whole scripts and who we are. And, you know, it's to provide value, right? Yeah, so if you're in, no matter how order it is. If you're enjoying this so, uh, you know, thus far, uh, make sure you like and and, uh, subscribe because there's more coming. Yeah, share. More people people need to hear this. We need, yeah, we need people to share this. I mean, we started this. We don't get paid to do this. No. We started this to give back to, you know, up and coming entrepreneurs, to give back to the community, Right on a on a mindset, uh, and a, a mental state of mind, and an emotional, you know, just what however we could, and and we don't get paid for this, so please share it. That is that is the biggest contribution that you can make to us, right? Uh, just you know, share it with your friends Spread and the people, good words. Yeah, yeah, people that are looking to to uh, to achieve success. Yeah. So so some of the yeah some of the bad habits or or beliefs that you felt. So for for me, it's a bit different because I come from a, a different. So for me, I can I can speak of those things, but it's hard for me to relate to them to most people that live here that are born here. But I can relate to a lot of people that have conflict. Uh, so whether if it's if it's poverty or if it's war or if it's it's just un- the the uncomfort that comes with it, right? Yeah. So as humans, we we when we're under attack or we're in defense mode, we perform everything in def. Uh, your body becomes your defense mechanism. Everything, your, your brain thinks of worst case scenarios, right? So for us, when I was back home, uh, my dad, my first entrepreneurial job, I would say, my dad used to work with the U.S. Army. So he used to maintain the generators inside the military bases. And I remember my first job was to actually fill up the, the oil jugs because he, he used to buy the 20-gallon 20, 20 jugs. They were heavy. And it used to cost him more money. So now we have a lot of empty jugs because he used those. So my dad got smarter. He bought the 55-gallon jugs and uh, started emptying those, uh, emptying those into those 20-gallon 20, 20, uh, so jugs. And you, that's that's the good trick what taught me entrepreneurship. So you learned, you learned work, work ethic. I was going to say, I did. You, uh, thank, thank God that you were blessed to have a, a dad that was kind of an entrepreneur. And he led by example. Exactly. Sure, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's what, what a he blessing. he made me work for it. Right then, yeah. I, I start running his office. But I would say the bad traits comes because from that we were. We were I would say I was spoiled, but not spoiled growing up, right? Because I lived in, in the capital. Uh, I, I mean, we weren't the richest people. My dad used to work, you know, here and there, make some money. But you know, when I wanted to get something, um, you know, as if if needed, we would get it, right? It, but we weren't as spoiled or as we weren't poor, so we were right in the middle. But for other, for myself, I always worked for something, and I think that. My family embedded that at a young age. Uh, as negative traits, I would say growing up, um, not so much growing up, but I can relate where I first came in here in the, into the United States. Uh, I felt like that's it. We made it. I we think. Came uh, here. I, I mean, I know I know you very well. Yeah. And uh, I want to say this. I think that one of yours would, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was uh, a lot of it, and because of the circumstances and situations from back home in Iraq, uh, a lot of it was fear. Would you? Would you? A hundred percent was yeah. fear. My motivation was fear. That's the first thing I said when you're you're in defense. Fear, fear is a hell of a motivator. Fear is a, yeah, fear yeah. is a motivator. Yeah. And uh, it came from fear. I'm not. So I'm glad you you got that out of me. But yes, it is fear. <laughs> but I think the mistake I made is when we first came into the United States. I felt like that's it, right? Like it's like you, you reached that goal and that's it. You made it. But let you know. Uh, Life is not like that. There's more. It's to like it it's that. like a it's like a college student graduating, getting their degree, and feeling like, oh, I'm done. I made it. Like, exactly. no, there's still so much more work to do. Um, there was this wake up call. Like, what the? Okay, no, this is yeah. this is bad. And you know, if you if you watch the previous episode, you know why. Like, we failed. You know, coming to the United States and why. But 
I think that's me setting the expectation of myself thinking that that's it. It stops. So if you're not growing, you're dying. Simple. It's simple. And I, that was my, probably my flaw that I thought, you know, you reach a certain thing, that's it, it's done. And, um, you know, a little bit wiser now, I know that I need to grow every day, every month. So every week, you know, every try year. not to stay complacent. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, for me it was, um, I mean, I was 18 when I first started. And, um, you know, it, different circumstances, obviously, we all have different stories. But, you know, the we all experience trauma right we all experience the lows and the bad of uh, of growing up you know and just your journey but for me it was like okay i'm 18 years old and i'm trying to do real estate and i just didn't believe in myself um and the reason why is i mean the the number one reason was i'm too young for this every real estate guy that i know is in their i don't know 50s yeah. 40s yeah know? And at 18, it's like, okay, someone going to believe me that I can buy their house. And, um, you know, fast forward, they did. And, you know, what I learned, you know, looking back, like, that was just a, a, belie- a self-limiting belief that I was uh, placing on myself. Well, because before go you, you go move on to this one, so what made you, so even though you believed in it, it was a, is a moment of belief that you can't, you can't do it because you're young. You're my age, yeah. But what... What made you overcome that belief and, into jumping into the And world? let me throw a little nugget, right? Well, let me throw a little nugget out there. Um, yeah. You were young and you felt like, you know, you were fearful that people would just not believe that you were going to buy their property. Yeah. Um, so you would say that you had a boss, right? Yeah. So for those that, in real estate. This is a huge <laughs> nugget for, yeah, for, for those, those in real estate. Like if you're young. 18, 19, if you're young 17. Or, I mean, I've met uh, 30-year-olds that look, you know, 16 and they're like, oh, I look too young. But they're not young. But um, Anyways, so what I used to do. When, uh, when I went to seller appointments was, you know, I'd say, hey, uh, Mr. Seller, um, I know you're probably looking at me like, hey, hey this guy's young. Uh, he probably doesn't have enough money to buy my house. But let me just say something. Um, I don't have the money to buy your house, but my boss does. And yeah. I'm here representing him and his company. I've done this plenty of times. And we are the best in the business. Like, I would just, like. Put it out. Boom. There. See, Put it out there. I would just what I was trying to get so out of this. I, real quick before before I lose this. So, I think sometimes like the best thing you can do when you feel like an insecurity is to get it out there, right? Like I'll give you an example. Our, our buddy Jalen White, a lot of buddy Jalen White, entrepreneur, real estate entrepreneur as well. He looks like Justin Bieber. He's also 22, and I remember going to uh, seller appointments with him, and uh, he would he would or whether it was a seller appointment or he's like speaking on stage. Like, the first thing, the first line that he would say when speaking was, hey, guys, I know you're probably wondering why this Justin Bieber-looking kid is here talking to you, but, uh... And, oh. like, what that did to people was, like, it's debunk it. Like, he, yeah. yeah, he gets it out. Like, because people are, you know, we live in a perceptionist world, so people are going to judge you on how you look, how you dress, mm-hmm. what you drive, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I would say I learned that from Jalen because he would he would just get, like, get the insecurity out there. He would let the farts See, out of the blanket. But he would let the farts <laughs> out of the blanket. Yeah, I mean, don't let the all the farts out of the blanket. But there is a better way. So, so for Alex, if you really think about it, because he his own mind, his own belief of he can't do it because of his age, he he kind of like overthrew that objection with his own other belief, saying, "I'm gonna find a solution." So being an entrepreneur is you're literally just find solutions for problems. That's yeah. how you actually. That's how. 
pretty much it that's works how you, because that's how you any make business, money. yeah, yeah in any business paid. you make money because you solve other people people's problems. Yeah. But now you have to fix your own problem of thinking that you're not old enough to do it. So you have to come up with a with uh, what is it? I mean, a, a counter counter thought. I to think actually... I think you have to you have to replace that insecurity with a positive thought, right? So a positive belief. So like, so you you would bring that up before that I would question bring it was even before. asked. Like when someone. Yeah, someone see That's like a, a seller. A seller appointment would see me. Like, I mean, I didn't have a beard back then. Still trying to grow it out as nice as sell, <laughs> but uh, I would just go to the appointment. They'll look at me like, I mean, the first appointments like I had like a pretty crappy car, eight hundred dollar car. Oh um, my goodness! Still had no tax insurance, so I was dumping more money. Like this into dude is not about to buy my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I would say, I mean, I would just get it out. I would get it out, and that would make the appointment look, I mean, go so much. Smoother. I mean, that makes you more credible because you're being honest now. Yeah, you're being honest. Like, you're yeah. just letting people, like, I'm not I'm not hiding anything. I'm letting you know, hey, I don't have the money, but my yeah. boss does. Yeah. And I didn't have a boss. So it was <laughs> no. always me, and uh, I made it out. Um, it's a white lie. Yeah, it's a white <laughs> lie. And, uh, you know, you have to just have to do it sometimes, you know. So back to reprogramming, right? Because a lot of folks, we all agreed that that is that could be the hardest thing. If you look at like anybody can, anybody can build a business. Anybody can have work ethic, right? Anybody, anybody can show up to work every single day, but having the right programming or reprogramming. So, <clears throat> before we we go there, let, okay. So, reprogramming is it can be difficult. It can be easy to some. But what's going to fuel your passion to reprogram and adopt new beliefs and new habits is your why, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like just anticipating something good was going to happen, right? Um, and at times, like you feel like quitting, you feel like just giving up, and you have to remember why you're doing it. And I think, honestly, a lot of us, like starting off, like in some of you listening you don't really know why you want to be successful, right? Like why you want to do you it. You just want to be successful. You just want to be successful because, I don't know, it looks cool. But you really don't know. You don't have that core, that 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 true motive to become successful. Yeah. And for me, um, when I started, it was, I mean, it wasn't, now I have billion-dollar goals, right? But at, at first, it's like, you know, I, I just want, I, don't, I want to be free. I don't want to work on my birthdays. You know, I don't want to work on holidays. You want to own your time. I want to own my time. And that was yeah. my first motive. Like, I just want to own my time. I don't want to work for anybody. I just want to be free. Yeah. And sometimes, like, just people just will try to achieve success for really, like, the wrong the wrong reason. Well, some of them don't even have a Go reason. Ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Some people yeah. don't hear it. They just think more is better. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with starting out like that. But as soon as you recognize that, you should have an ultimate why. Why are you really doing this? Because if you're going to continue to do this, and like, and I've seen this, by the way, and you kind of can see it even in, in, uh, in yeah. uh, celebrities, and you see them like going into this anxiety or they, they go kind of away for a while because now they feel like there's no purpose. All they're doing is just more and more and more. So you don't want to be doing more and getting, and then everything is coming toward you, but like you, it, it becomes tasteless because it's not reaching something that you, uh, you have. It, we're yeah, always reaching some like small goals, obviously, and it, it tastes good to, to count your wins, right? Counting your wins is, is a blessing because when you get, um, let's say you, you, set, you set a goal for yourself to buy a car and you get that, celebrate that win. 
and you you got it because you you worked hard for it. But obviously, this is not an ultimate goal. The the why that Alex was speaking. Yeah, about, I think I think it's you have to find your deep your deep motive, and that's going to be different for everybody. Um, but what's your what's your motive? Let's make it. Let's make so it now easy. Then, that's what hold on. That's what I wanted to talk about. Um, sorry to interrupt, but. I feel like your why does change. It does change. Yeah. It, it does, and I oh, I just got goosebumps just just smelling yeah. that. Uh, it does change, and sometimes you can, you know, you can only anticipate or see so far. And at the time, like you're just like, when you're like at the bottom, any win you're grateful for, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just like any win you're grateful for. So for me, my first win that I wanted to achieve was just to own my time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work for anybody. Um, I want to be. I don't want to go to work on my birthday. I don't want to work on Christmas Eve. I don't think anybody should work on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I work both days, literally. Like it, yeah. that to me was like, okay, I just want to own my time, and that's that's like my first why. And then after that, it became okay. Um, you know, I, w- I want to be a, a successful businessman, and you know, I started real estate my first year, closed twelve deals for one hundred and twenty k. And I was enjoying myself. But keyword, I was enjoying myself. Yeah. I looked around. All my friends are still working. My family, my parents are still working. Yep. My siblings have no uh, direction or, um, you know, no financial stability. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I got to make it about others. And then I made it about others. And business 5 x because of that why. And then after, okay, my family's taken care of, my friends um, – you know, my important friends, uh, some work f- with me, some are doing well. You know, everybody's elevating around me. And then when you say that your family's doing good, you look around even further. You, you, you say it a lot. You expand your circle. And then it's like, okay, let's impact more. Let's, you know, let's, uh, let's do podcasts like this. Let's, throw let's events. do it. Let's throw events. Let's impact more. And it just grows and grows and grows. You become so fulfilled that it starts pouring out to many others. But I think it wasn't like that. I didn't have the, this vision four years ago. It was just, I got to own my time. And then it, it expands. Changes. And it expands. It expands. Yeah, yeah, it changes. Um, Sal, I want to do something pretty cool uh, with you, by the way. All right. right? <laughs> so you know how we're kind of answering our whys. Yeah. I feel like you and I know each other. Very well. Okay. So why don't I go first for you? Go ahead. Um, I feel like your primary why in the beginning was for your family to be taken care of. 100% right. Is that, is that correct? That's 100% right because of the tr- after we got here and you, from the last episode. You and, no, and, when, and when I met you, I felt like that, like that was it. Like you were just go, 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 go because you wanted, you know, your mom, your dad, your brother to be, to be fine, to be good. And not only them, but you too. You know what I mean? Was it, was, let me ask you this. And I never asked you, was a lot of that motive because how bad you guys felt when you came to the U.S.? Like you just never wanted to experience that again? Yeah. So it was a combination of two things. It was a combination of how bad that we've got it or they got it living there. Um, And like coming here was like the, the haven, safe haven. And then knowing that all of it could go away because, um, I mean, failing financially, you know, running away for your life and then coming here. Now you want to think that you think that it's going to be okay because you don't know. You didn't know that it's going to be okay. There's life struggles here, what people struggle with. You know, people back home think money grows on trees in here. And it's a fact. So, but it hit us very hard and and it, it, it took a very, very 
uh, heavy hit on my dad personally, and then obviously turn goes down to my mom itself, and that that feeling was not good. I didn't want them to like. I'm like, you've suffered so much. It's it's not good to suffer through that uh, in a different way. Um, so that was what motivated me. Like, I want to push more to do better for my family. So let me let me say something on that for those listening. Um, you know, let let those moments where you feel low, where you feel, you know. We all have moments that we never want to experience again, right? We just have them. We all have them. For sure. And can we change that? We can't change that. We can't change the past. But what we can do is we can use that to our advantage, right? We can use those moments of hurt, of pain um, to our advantage to help, you know, push you towards a positive purpose. You know, eliminate that negative uh, memory, use that to fuel you, and then create something positive out of it. And I think a lot of us need to start, a lot of you guys listening, and including myself, you know, when it comes to my past, like, we need to start using those moments to help us propel us forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now, I guessed what your why, your initial why was. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to try to take a guess of what my initial why was. Well, it's tough. You have a lot of initial whys. But I think uh, you wanted to be the first one in the family to leave a legacy and break that bad uh, trait. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of curse, a curse on your family. And I think you achieved it. But now you're taking a different route. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I mean, I don't know anybody in my family that prime, you know, I don't know if they make any money at all. You know, like most of them are in Mexico. The few of them that are here. Would you still some help? I, I remember them calling you all the time. And like, then uh, at one point we set up a church um, on in a house, right? Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. still now it's like your legacy is actually being. And you know, I I feel like you, you see your why changes, right? Your why changes. So you know, I went from there. You know, I went from wanting to to leave a legacy, um, wanting to be successful, right? It was just a dream of mine, or you know, it's always been a, a vision of mine to create that vision. But then you know, then it was growth, right? Then it was growth. Right, it was we were we're growth. Me and you know when you say when you say growth, growth in um, in what aspects? Growth in every aspects, Uh, business, yeah, yeah. business, uh, personal, personal, emotional, spiritual. Right, growth in every single aspect because you can never stop growing in so many different aspects of life. Right, and I feel like you know growth has been a big, big motivator and factor for for most of us for uh, for you know for me and Sal and yourself. But then it's like now it's like my wife is turning into like my family, you know, like my family back back now it's my fa- my two daughters, you know, and uh, and my significant other. But when you when you when you started, was it it was it was like one motive, right, at a time, and then it expanded. And yeah, it just keeps changing. Like as you keep growing, it, it just keeps changing. Your why just keeps changing. Because now you know you know something more that you yeah. can approach this differently. Th- th- think about this way, right? So. A lot of folks, I would say, you know, nine out of ten people out there, you know, they they think of success when they when they when they take success. What do they think of? Money, money, Instant. money. I thought I was the same thing. Right? Success is money. Dude, are you guys really like excited about when you make a whole lot of money these days? No, it, that ended a long time ago. Yeah, because success is not it's it, it's it's just a byproduct of that, but that's not the success. Well, the itself. money the money is a byproduct of the success. It is, but it's not the success itself. But it's not no because I feel like um, if if you feel that money is is that equates to you being successful and not you know having healthy relationships right and not having good peace spirituality 
peace of mind, loved ones around you, right? I mean, are you health, right? Are you really successful? I mean, you're not. And I feel like, I I feel like success uh, is an equation of all those things combined. So, um, anyway, you did guess my why for sure. I guessed your why. You guessed my why. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and I said my why. But you know, with that said, you know, guys, you know, and I'm talking to you guys, the audience. You know, you have to identify why you want to do it, and don't get overwhelmed with. You know, don't get overwhelmed with the big picture. You know, start with that. And in comparison. Why. Yeah, don't don't, don't compare. Don't, oh my god. Don't, yeah. yeah, comparison is comparison stuff. Yeah. Comparison <laughs> is and we're all been victims of it. Right? I, I yeah, I, I call I it lot, yeah. I call it comparison is the killer of joy. Yeah. Really, think about it, right? So when Sal and I started and you know, we let's just say we flipped three three properties that month, right? Oh, but so and so flipped ten. You see? Come on, man. Well, like, yeah. that is going to kill the job. I mean, me and Sal are celebrating. Oh, we flipped three houses, you know, whatever. And then you're like, instantly like, oh, God. What yeah, just you see happened? that? That's what, the killer that of joy. When you, when, you, when you feel, when you trade the, um, what emotion, what would you call that emotion? That's a, I would say it's a sense of and uh, harmony and, and joy. No, no, no. No, no, like the other one. Like, yeah. Okay, what would it would waits you when would you're it, comparing? Would I would it, see jealousy. Jealousy. Let's say jealousy. So when you trade... Uh, being, you know, grateful, grateful, gratitude, mm -hmm. celebrating. When you, right? yeah, when you're celebrating your win, and then you trade it for jealousy, what does that do? Oh my God, it's it it, first of all, it, it disturbs your peace. It, it puts you put a blockage. You, it disturbs it, your it, peace, and I feel like uh, now you go from being a magnetic force of positive things in the world. Uh, you're actually just, you know, reflecting. Yeah, all you're, kinds you're of blocking good, your yeah. blessings. You're blocking. So I mean, guys, don't don't compare. Um, you know, identify your why and really think about it. You know, why do you, why do I want to achieve success? Is it to own your time? Is it to become the first millionaire in your family? Is it to take care of your family? Um, I think I said that. But is it, you know, just try to find that that why, you know, is it to, I don't know, play basketball more or so many start people, cooking more? Yeah, so many people do have. That's the that's the beautiful part. There is no right why. There isn't. Yeah, Everyone, so everybody has their own why. Yeah. I, I do think I want to add something to that. Um, and, and everybody becomes a victim of this. So you can play it as a victim or you can just, you know, just brush it off. Um, everybody wants to do something just like, you know, you're saying that you're an 18 year old and trying to buy a house. That's your own negative thoughts. But what's more powerful than that is your circle can be even more negative, right? Your own circle, like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? And and as soon as they see, even as soon as you pass that little bit, when you're trying to break through, they would try to break, bring you down again to their, you used to do this before and they, they bring old stuff. And or you've that, changed. You're yeah, not you've the changed. same. You're not the same person I know from before. So now you're like battling guilt and like just question, like, am I changing as a person? So, and guys, if you ever feel that way, do not fall for it because you know what? They don't know better. They just say these things because that's the only defense well, mechanism. Well, that's their own. That's their own insecurities. It's, it's their normal. It, yeah, it's, guys, it's gonna come. It's happened to all of us. Comes yeah. the territory. Uh, you're gonna get. You know, as you uh, laughed you know, at, as yeah. you progress in your your own journey and your own success journey, you're gonna get pushed away from certain cir circles of friends. You, you know, your family is going to tell you certain things that you can't do this. Every like, there's gonna be moments or a timeline you know, a, a few months or weeks or days that, you know, you're going to feel alone. But just realize once you get that breakthrough, um, 
you know, you, you pick up the momentum. And then this is what happens when, when you break past, like, because my, my, my family didn't believe. They well, did it. Well, well, before you move on to this, what would you suggest if it's someone you respect that you don't want to just block them off and that yeah. someone's like your family, you don't, what would you suggest <laughs> to do at that point? Yeah, guys, like, so if they're telling I wouldn't, you this and you're sitting on this table and someone's suggest, telling you. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest, like, mom never talked to me in my life. Um, you know, just, I, I didn't say anything. I, I, I literally stayed quiet. Open mind, I, just take it with an open I, mind. I take open mind. I would identify, I would be conscious of what they're telling me. But at the same time, I just, I believe, like, you have to believe more in yourself than anybody else. Because, and then this is what happens when, when you achieve, when you do something that you set your mind to, and then everybody around you sees that you did it, um, it, it you start getting a different kind of respect from those that doubted you. Oh, for sure. And what happens is now they... They're rooting for you. They, they root for you, and now they want a part of it. Absolutely. Right? Because, because why? You led by example. You, you, you got past that breakthrough, which they didn't believe. They didn't believe in you, but when when you did it, now you've. But that's because they don't them, believe in themselves. You've get yeah. But when you see somebody, when you, okay, and not in a bad way, they don't believe yeah. in them because yeah. they're programmed that way. When you right? see somebody that you personally know did something, and like, damn, like I know that person. Like my brother, he's like, bro, it's crazy how far you know I've seen you grow. And what's crazier is like I grew up with you. Like yeah. when when you have that that person that you know personally, that has achieved something, like you know like. You guys, come from, you guys you come from belief. the same place. Same good, same yeah. blood. Same blood. And like now my brother's taken off with confidence because he sees that person. Yeah. And that's why I think that's another reason why we're doing this podcast is to really show like we are, we're normal. We're nothing different. We're nothing uh, special. If you we, know, if we, we just can, like if we you can, guys. Yeah. If we can do it, so could anybody else anybody out there. Because we're, we're practically the same, come yeah. from the same cloth. So, uh, we don't. We did not graduate. Did you graduate? No, I, I mean, So, I mean, to people who study, yeah, it expands your brain. But for us, if you want to look at an example, if you have a degree, you already have a step up. You already have something over us. Yeah, sometimes, like, you know, you'll, because, I mean, a constant story you hear, like, in entrepreneurship is, like, broke to millionaire, right? And that's awesome. But sometimes people that have, like, accomplishments or that grew up, like, middle class, they feel like they, they use, they, like, get in their own way. They, they use that against them, like, Oh, I didn't, I wasn't broke, so I'm not motivated enough to do yeah. what they did. That's like, not true. But that's just a self-limiting belief. Like, okay, let's I think it's it's important to identify your surroundings. Like, okay, what do I have? What don't I have? I'm grateful for what I have. Let's build on that. You don't have to wish to be broke or, or wish for uh struggle. It's for actually you to like it, you yeah. know, for something to light up and you to start. No, I mean, come on now. If we all chose uh, we would probably chose not to be broke or <laughs> yeah. grew up in poverty. So, guys, if you're if if you didn't grow up with problems or you know financial don't distress, let it, don't, don't, don't let, let that, that circumstances dictate. Yeah, if you're gonna be successful yeah, like be grateful for what you have and build on that. You don't have to wish for struggle or wish to be broke no. to start doing something. Believe me, no nobody that's going through struggle uh, wishes for struggle. So, and then everybody has different struggles. Like even yeah. I was reading this book, and like okay, somebody that grew up middle class. Uh, their struggle might be that they never satisfied their parents. And, like, for me, I can't relate to that because I grew up different, but I can see where that would hold yeah. somebody back. It's a matter of, perspe of perspective. Yeah. yeah, so, and that's the thing. Like, don't compare yourself. But just realize that we all have different struggles, and don't try to wish to trade struggles with somebody else because you think that's going to make you better. It's not. Just, you know, realize where you are and build on that. Well, let's talk about taking action which is something yeah. that a lot of folks, you know, fail to do, right? A lot of folks, 
everybody talks about, oh, I want more. You know, I want to have my own business. I want to leave my nine yeah. to five. I want to have financial freedom. But what are they doing about it? I feel like take action has got diluted. Everybody keeps saying that. I want each one of us to explain what that was taking action in our uh, because we're we're racing against time right now. Yeah. But let's let's because take action is, has got diluted. Yeah. So I want to go get more specific about taking action. Uh, did you want to start this or? <laughs> yeah, I, I can start it. Um, so, you know, I think before you even get in the motion of taking action, it really starts with your identity, right? And where you are, you know, what you have, you know, what your strengths are, and then building on those strengths, right? Um, so for me, it was like my, and I mean, I've done this so many times, like, okay, so it would always start with a thought, right? And the thought would be, you know, okay, what do I envision my life in the next year to be? You know, what do I want to feel? When, you know, what do I want to have? You know, how do I want to look? You know, different, just that visual picture. So it was always, it would always start with the with the thought. And once I solidified that, that vision, you know, it, then it would, it would be why, okay, why do I want to do this? You know? And when you really solidify your why, right. Mm -hmm. When you really solidify your why, you know, what happens? Emotions follow, right? Absolutely. Emotions follow, right? And, you know, Joe Dispenza, <laughs> I love this line. So thoughts are the language of the brain, right? Can we control our thoughts? Absolutely. Yes. Right. So we can control our thoughts and then emotions are the language of the body right and the body is the subconscious mind so for me it was always like so just to explain <laughs> the conscious mind is up here the subconscious mind is the body and joe dispenza explains that uh, very well yeah and for me like now looking now like looking back i know how that structure went on but back then it was that okay let me think okay what how do i want you know what do i want in my life you know why do i want it and then you would feel those emotions when you're when your why is strong enough. You'll feel those emotions. You'll feel that gratefulness. You'll feel that passion, and then when that when you get those two things to click, then that's when you really start moving. That's when you really start flowing. And for me, it was just constant doing those things. It was constant, just okay, think, why, emotion, and then follow, and it just became rep, you know repetitive. And you know the first thing like that I would advise somebody to do to start to because you can, you know, we can say here, you'll take action, take action, take action. But I think the, the more important question that we want to answer is why you should. Mm -hmm. And your why is going to be, come down to your thoughts and your why. That is so powerful. Your, your vision and your why. Because now you're driven by higher power. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and when you get those two things to click, it's, it's really powerful. I've experienced it so many times in my life. Uh, I think we, we did recommend it last uh, podcast. But, uh, guys, I highly advise you read Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. T.R. Becker. That is a very good book. If you're just starting off, um, it's a really good book to really start to identify the bad habits that you have and then adopt new beliefs. Programming. Yeah, new programming. So yeah. uh, I wish that I read that book sooner. read it like two and a half years ago. Um, I wish I read it fresh at 18. It would have saved me a lot of time. Absolutely. So back to uh, or sticking to taking action, right? A lot of folks have to ask themselves, you know, what's holding me back? Why is it? Is it the fact that is it the lack of action? What is holding me back? And taking action, just to give you a very small example, I know you've taken a lot of action. But I want you to to. So I want people to relate to this. So 
what was taking action for you? Because everybody can translate it to their own. Like Alex, yeah. myself, and you is going to be completely different. So my goal was to leave corporate America, mm -hmm. right? So what was taking action to me was I would I took a I almost took a, what's uh, I almost demoted myself to be honest with you. And also you know instead of working from seven a.m. to seven p.m., I'm like you know what I'm going to work from seven a.m. to three p.m. Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to work the rest of until like I. So like I just can't until I physically can't. I remember we used to be like on the phone. Two, like, three in the morning, yeah. you know. Um, that's I started taking massive, massive action. I became I became obsessed. You know, I became obsessed with with uh, it's not so much leaving, leaving the leaving corporate America, yeah. but I just became obsessed with the process, right? I became obsessed with the process. And it, like you said, that is when your emotions and your thoughts just click. And you, it, it just takes over you completely. Yeah. You know, you you, you have enter no control. A new, you enter a new frequency. Frequency. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So that's that's for a lot of folks out there who have are looking to leave that nine to five. Um, man, work on small victories, right? We always talk about small victories. Um, when you're not, you know, when you're not working for someone else, work on yourself. You know, work for yourself. Work for what you're trying to build. Whether that's reading a book, going to a networking event. You know, doing something, you know, putting out signs, handing out business cards, whatever, but small steps. And if you feel like, so I want to, I want to reiterate this again. So like, if you feel like you want to take action, but you just don't, like what I was trying to say is you have to get your thoughts and your emotions to click. Because if you don't have those two, you don't have, if you don't have your vision and your emotions to push you to take action, then you're not going to take action. But once those two things click... And thoughts can be through adopting new beliefs and then emotions is, you know, feeling like, you know, operating from love and gratitude and joy. You know, then when those two things click, that's really going to push you and, um, and, and help you, you know, take action. Because a lot of times we're just in a funk and we feel like we don't know what to do. And that's, like because, our, your that's because our why isn't strong enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your opinion on taking action? So, um, by the way, I love how you guys put it because it's, it starts with a thought. It starts within yourself. But I'm going to so, – so I don't want to uh, repeat the same thing they said. For me, it's, it's different. I'm going to try to apply it to what I was doing. And, uh, and I'm going to look back to it. So, for me, um, I think it was last year when we were talking about this. We were having a conversation. And uh, it came to my – like, it, it just hit me. I'm like, what, did, what was I thinking? Like, now I know all this. Uh, about my business and which is I'm talking about the car business yeah. I lost all this money doing it but um, it, now with this information I have like going to the next business venture I wouldn't do it like I wouldn't do it this way or I wouldn't lose as much you want to make would, you want to make the same mistake same mistake again but back in back in the day it, it's not like an idea came to my head saying well what's what am I gonna do next this is not working this is not working like I it wasn't trying to do something else or thinking like what the heck am I doing which probably I should have or I should I don't know the right answer but I'm gonna say I should have keep doing what I was doing which is it, it, it put me in this position because everything is is today is a result of the past and yeah. and and thinking that way I'm like what the heck was I doing was I doing wrong all oh I was doing everything wrong and not one day, not even one minute, that it came to my mind to say, I better stop. It was just like, let's keep doing it until it works. It was it, whether, maybe my stubbornness, maybe my ignorance, 
but that was a that was a blessing in disguise for me so a lot of people would actually overthink and overthink you know what if what if what if what if whereas you were failing forward i was failing forward without me knowing it even though you got cuts and bruises and concussions like you just you just keep smashing your head against exactly and, and it just i mean we we can agree or disagree was it a smart decision or, or a dumb decision but i can say this for me i sit i'm sitting where from where i'm sitting it feels great that i did that i'm glad that i did that and not a negative thought that came within to stop me from doing that. So, by the way, speaking of taking action, um, for those folks out there who you know have tuned into the podcast, we are having All in Freedom. Yeah, all what's in all, Freedom, what, you June 7th, June 8th. Uh, you, all in Freedom is uh, pretty much what we've all, <laughs> our journey, how it all began, right? All in Freedom is literally achieving financial freedom through real estate. Um, that's, we all had, we all went to similar events, uh, four years ago and that's how it all started. That's what catapulted us into, you know, what, what, what it is now. Or, um, by the way, if they use a promo code called podcast, uh, you do get a pretty heavy discount for all in freedom, June 7th, June 8th here in Phoenix, Arizona. And, uh, I want to add to this, uh, we, we, we skipped one step of, of, uh, the mindset and we're running against time, but, uh, guys networking for, I think. We all can agree that networking yes. has changed the trajectory of our business, our self-development. Yeah, if you, you know, if at, at Freedom, uh, you know, it, it is a real estate event. Um, you know, we're going to be going over wholesaling and how we got into the business and how you can also recreate your own, you know, success with real estate. Uh, but one of the things that I love about these events is the network. And it, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, I... It's, you're one relationship away from changing your whole life. You're one rela- or you're one presentation away from changing. Your oh, life. You're, How many business partners became business partners at events like this? Or you're lot. one, or you're one moment away. You're one moment away. Yeah. You're one moment away, or one technique away, or one any like one something. You just need that one thing that's going to change your life. And um, I know four years ago I went to a real estate event just like this, and it changed my life. It, it helped me adopt a new mindset. And then the beautiful thing is like what at this event, everybody's there for one reason. Mm-hmm. And that's they want something to grow. More. They want to, to grow, grow, right? They yeah. want something more for themselves. Uh, so it's like imagine like you might be dealing at, at back home, even with your family or friends, like a bunch of negativity. But here you have two days where it's nothing but positivity and like minded people. You won't find anything else like it. Yeah. So if you want to better your life, if you want to take that extra step, you know, don't don't make the same mistake I did. Um, I missed my first opportunity to go to an event because I didn't have the money, but yet I had you know 10, 15 pairs of Jordans. I had an Xbox, mm. uh, so I didn't make that sacrifice. So don't make that mistake, um, and you know try to try to go to the event. And if if what's the coupon code? The podcast. podcast. So podcast. So go to allinfreedom.com and enter the code uh, podcast and receive a discount. And we'll see you June seventh and eighth in Phoenix. It's going to be an amazing event. Yeah, yeah I, can't wait. I can't think wait. that. This about, was amazing, by the way. But, yeah, I think yeah. that about. I mean, uh, we're, we're within time. Yeah. And uh, it feels good to be on time. So, um, yeah. well, that's episode two. Yeah. So, guys, um, you know, we we do this for free. We're taking our, you know, time out of our businesses and days to deliver value to you guys. So I hope you guys can see that and appreciate that. All we ask is, you know, like this video, subscribe, share, and uh, make sure – uh, we didn't get a lot of comments. Um, well, we got a lot of good comments, but 
make sure you comment on what topics you want us to discuss. Yeah. Uh, because right now we're just we're we're, we're just whatever. It's early. Whatever, it's early in the game. Yeah. Whatever yeah. we feel we speak yeah. about, we hope that this podcast was valuable. Uh, but at the same time, please comment and let us know what you want us to talk about. Because uh, and then by the way, we're going to be having uh, special guest speakers on the podcast. And uh, you know, I would like them wait. to recommend. Who's yeah, rec- yeah. Let us know who you Comment want us below, to have. Uh, yeah, let us know. We who can you find uh, anybody's number, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Okay. We'll All right, see thanks you next for tuning week. in, All right, guys. See you next week.